Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for being here. We are pleased to have you here with us today as we go quantum, and we're talking about the Akashic Records. The Akashic Records actually exist in the quantum field, and we can literally rewrite history when we work with them. My guest is Lisa Barnett. She is an acclaimed Akashic field researcher, writing several books on the matter, and she helps people clear and rewrite their Akashic field. Hello, Lisa. Thank you for being here. Welcome back. Hi, Loren. It's always a joy to be with you. So thank you for having me back on. We are going to do a group healing today, which is beautiful because we can all use it. This is clearing our blocks that we might not even know about. So let's talk about the Akashic Records. For those who don't know what they are, this is a chronicle of our entire life and how in the world can we go back and rewrite any of it? Well, that is the amazing gift because if you can imagine that each one of you has your own personal library, right? It's all about your soul and your journey and everything you've ever been or done anywhere here on the planet, other planets, other dimensions, you know, all the thousands of lifetimes that we actually have. And so we create this library for ourselves and it is stored in the quantum field. And it's of course held in this energy of source. And we have pure light beings who keep our records for us. So we have our own set of librarians who are in service to us. And the nice thing is, is that they've never been human. They don't have any judgment. <laughs> they, so they're really just here in support of us to help us understand who we are in this bigger way as an infinite soul. And also to understand the plan that your soul wrote before you embodied this time. Because every single time we come to earth, and most of us have been here probably at least four or 500 lifetimes, every single time we make a plan because we want to get things done. <laughs> we want to learn about things. We want to share and teach. We want to support other people. So, of course, we write soul contracts with other people. We plan to bring specific gifts and talents back to the world. We want to learn and grow as a soul, which means we also set up those challenges. And so it's so useful for us to understand that soul plan, why, we, why we're here, who we came to support who we came to learn from, <laughs> what we came to share. So um, this infinite information in your Akashic Records is truly here to support us. And especially at this kind of time in history, I think it's um, 
there's an added strength and depth to understanding who we are and why we're here and what gifts we may have come to share as well as to be able to understand the challenges that often show up in our lives so yeah and that's what I, you know we'll just see as we're kind of talking what comes up and what the record keepers um suggest we work on so i just i love to do group healing sessions because part of what we're doing in this quantum field of the all and part of what we're doing in this time in history with creating um, a new earth is we are unwriting and rewriting many of our contracts, much of our history. We have a lot of um, dark old history on this planet for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. And that's really what we're doing to be able to create that new earth. And so when we can go into the quantum field, when we can detangle ourselves from some of these old patterns, old programs, old beliefs, um, we really are not only helping ourselves to transform and awaken and course raising our frequency but when we do it as a group we're helping to really untangle um, and disengage from a lot of these old uh, collective patterns on the planet boy there's a lot of collective patterns on the planet that are actually coming up in our face to be cleared right now and so unraveling these stories, these lifetimes, clearing these patterns, there's belief systems as well within us and um, the soul contracts. So how do you do this on a group level? We're gonna do a, a group healing in a, in a while, but do you see, like do your guides come to you and present to you general themes that might arise for the group to be cleared? Yeah. Yes, yeah, absolutely they do. So I'm more clairaudient. I'll usually hear them. Um, sometimes they'll, you know, show me an image or, or some picture. Um, but what I notice is as we have this conversation, neither of us have any really specific, um, uh, I mean, you know, we've got a general topic, but it's not about one specific thing. And so what we always notice is whatever is coming up and the conversation and the energy and the energy of the group as that all comes together and we start to create this vibration and and start to notice the direction we're going in and then the record keepers will usually say to me you know something like let's do some healing on like that topic you were just talking about or it may be a more general topic that comes up but it'll have a point that we can kind of grab a hold of and release the past lives where we've had those experiences the beliefs that we've gotten really entangled in and so as a group we'll open the group records all together and then bringing all of our record keepers really together in this quantum field and being able to start to have that have them help us have your record keepers help each and every one of you to clear and release um, the energy that we're being guided to work on. Good. Okay. Well, I can sense 
um, we've got light workers and healers and way showers, and there's those who really want to step into their service work, let's call it, their next level work. And so perhaps there's issues around what might be coming up as resistance in them manifesting their resi- um, you know, there's these desires. Or um, I know recently I've heard from our group, um, there's some despair about someone loving, for example, um, witnessing atrocities in the paper about um, death of many, many dolphins, thousands. And, um, you know, that when there's such a trigger within us, when we go to look deep within ourselves at what caused that trigger, do you think that that is something that could be like a past life that's causing us to trigger or it's a wake up for our soul to maybe get our attention so that we could be helpful in remedies and solutions. Right. Yeah. You know, I, I absolutely believe that because we are such um, infinite souls, because we've had so many hundreds of lives, honestly, one of the things the record keepers responded when you asked, um, when you asked that was that we've had many, many, many lives in war, in battle. And in even like galactic wars, so battles between different species. And um, I actually saw the video this morning and um, my husband had pulled it up, I don't know, to show me. And I thought, gee, really, thanks. That was not very helpful, but, but apparently it really was because um, it has something to do with other lifetimes and somehow a battle between uh, different species, if that makes sense, right? Because that was my reaction. It's like, how can they do that to these conscious, beautiful mammals that are, you know, loving and raising their babies and living in family groups? And it's not like it's, maybe a lone animal that's attacking you. And, you know, it's kind of me or them. If I was attacked by a bear, I'm sure I would fight back. Um, But this is so different, right? And that's what it feels like. It honestly feels like kind of a genocide or some sort of different lifetime like that. So, um, yeah, I, you know, I don't think that we can make sense of it. But what we can definitely do is um, to do some healing work around it. And part of what we're trying to do on the planet right now is go from war of every kind to peace. Because we have to make that first leap before we can go really from that place of peace to awakening. And so we have a huge um, journey ahead of us if we're truly going to awaken the planet. And I'm praying it's sooner than later. I'm praying that it's five or 10 or 15 or 20 years and not, you know, 100 or 500 years. I don't think we'll make it that long. 
um, if we don't wake up soon. So, I mean, obviously we're gonna wipe out our world at this kind of rate. So I think they're very important and powerful things. And, and what we're seeing right now in so many ways and what the record keepers keep telling me is that we can't heal it if we don't know it exists. And so this tradition that apparently has gone on for a very long time, I don't know what the specifics are, but apparently this is done every single year. And if nobody knows about it and it stays hidden, we can't stop it. But now that so many people around the world know, I believe it will be stopped. Yes. Yes. All right. And so this is an important part of the conversation is that, you know, this triggers us within, but yet we have to go within, this is your work in the Akashic Records too, to recognize where that's coming from and to take inspired action in the world to, you know, once we heal ourselves, we can take inspired action to do what we need to do if it's get people to become more aware of something without making people feel despair about it and feeling hopeless. Uh, and so um, one thing as well is to also recognize from a perspective that hearts are opening, that things like this, atrocities of all sorts, make hearts open. And when we look out in the world, oh my goodness, there's many things that could distract us and make us go into worry or may, maybe think that, wow, it's, it's kind of too much. But the transcendence of polarity is simply staying in our heart, right? And staying anchored in our heart. So maybe maybe that's what we can do when we do this group Akashic healing is um, something around that theme to transcend polarity. Because guess what? We all, if we were to look at the common threads on both sides of every argument, or all sides of every argument. I think people do want the same thing. Um, compassion, peace, harmony, right? Freedom, equality. So that's what's coming up in our face right now. And you know, when we've had um, forest fires and now forest fires out in the West are now making it smoky in New York, or they mm -hmm. did this past summer, it is something that can no longer be denied for any heart and any soul. So we're clearing things. We're clearing the old past, right? We're clearing racism. There's a lot that is coming up now for everyone. And so do you think at some point people will get to a point where they just simply surrender and say, oh, it's too much. Just go the way of peace. <laughs> um. <laughs> I certainly pray that that's the way it works out. Um, you know, I know we've been, we've been on the planet for, well, just this last round, about 12,000 years. And I think we're about the fifth round of humans or humanoids on the planet over the last 50,000 years or so or more. Um, and sometimes we 
uh, evolve and sometimes we don't. And sometimes, you know, we start over. Um, and I completely and utterly believe that we are on the trajectory to ascension, even though it doesn't particularly look at when we look at you know, countries who are going so far backwards that it's almost impossible to wrap your, your mind around it, um, you know, and, and then these sorts of things. So, but I do believe that it's for each and every one of us to come to that place of compassion and unconditional love that will allow us to stop fighting. Right, because as long as we're fighting, we're, we're doesn't matter what we're fighting for. And so I think that's one of the very big challenges, because as advocates, as, as someone who would like to, you know, personally go out and stop those people, um, we have to find the ways to do that, that is not just fighting from another side, right, so that we're not just fighting each other that we're coming together to help people understand that we are all no matter what shape or form or color or country or anything no matter what we are conscious beings and so is right our dear mother earth right gaia is a is a conscious sentient being and i really believe that the aspect of her awakening which she's doing will be our saving grace it will humanity will not be able to go on in war if she's awake right we just you can't do it and so either we will leave which means that either people will die and i would not be surprised if we have a, a great loss of life over the next 10 20 years I think a lot of people will be like, I, I, you know, not consciously, but unconsciously just won't be able to make the energetic leaps that it's going to take to move into um, ascension, to ascend in your body, um, to be healthy enough and clear enough and compassionate and kind and all of those aspects. So um, I really believe that the souls will, will say, okay, not this time and and so we may be faced with with that in the future also which of course is traumatic when we lose people that we love but when we can understand that the soul is infinite and and that those choices are common and that it will be actually the easier answer for those who stay and those who leave right it will be the highest and best choice for all of us and even when it comes to things like the dolphins, you know, the way the record keepers often will reframe it is that these souls are choosing to lay down their lives to make a point, mm -hmm. to wake people up. Yes. And we even have these same experiences. We have to wake up about the earth. We have to come to that place where we're like, okay, yeah, there really is global, you know, whatever warming or whatever we're calling it. Yeah. And we better do something now because yeah. <laughs> unless the earth really kicks us all off, you know, we're in a challenging place. And so, you know, again, the more that Gaia wakes up, 
the faster we really have to move. And I think that she, in a lot of ways, will also help us um, and be that she'll be able to help herself. So I don't believe that there is a point of no return that we've hit already. I think there's a lot of people who do think that, you know, that's true, but I don't, that's the way I hear it is, is that she'll make changes. And that's why we have all these beautiful crystal babies showing up that are karma free, that'll be waking up with great clarity, who will be bringing through inventions and ways for us to help heal, you know, clear our, our water and our air and to make some of these big shifts. And so, you know, that's what the record keepers talk about is um, because they definitely don't want us to go into despair. They're like, stay in your heart. You're doing the work, all of you, right? And just the higher um, vibration we can be, the more love and compassion we can be the more people entrained to us, right? So just by being a higher vibration, people around you will start to step up to match you energetically, or they'll go away. So there's, um, I think one of the crazy gifts of COVID and us being a little bit more um, sequestered away was it allowed so many of us to awaken ourselves, to raise our vibrations, to you know move into higher states of consciousness without getting pulled down by a lot of people around us. And now that we're clearer, more solid, more awake, it's easier to go back out and hold that vibration and again, to help ripple that energy out into the world. So I think that's, um, again, there's, you know, we always have those silver linings. And when we can really look at the silver lining and not let ourselves fall too heavily into the, the, the grief and the despair, yes. of course, we need to process what we feel. And that's important, but to not let ourselves kind of get stuck and wallow and to know that there's a higher truth and that there are silver linings and that this, all these different aspects, whether it's, you know, um, dolphins or Iran or, or, you know, uh, fires and, 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 and hurricanes and earthquakes. Pick and anyone. Yeah. Pick one of many. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's about knowing that, you know, we're seeing and letting all of this come through so that we can heal it. Yes. So there's a whole lot of clearing going on, everyone. And we thank you for your light and for staying in your heart. We will speak about this until we turn blue in the face. We're wearing blue. We may turn blue. <laughs> because, and, and, you know, I was just talking about this this morning. Um when we're talking about the collective, I know we each have done our own um, inner work in the past year and a half. Um, we've been given an incredible opportunity to go a little bit deeper and, and to do that. And as we look out at the collective, you know, it's like these, it's almost as if we should say, all right, let's take the word unconditional love, the new age hippie word, and just move it away for right now. But let's just come back to decent words decency, compassion, respect, integrity, graciousness, generosity, gratitude. These are things that we hold within us that every human 
can live towards. I mean, isn't that the way the universe works in expression of that? So we're getting there and hooray and thank you to all the light workers and the grid workers and the new earth way showers. That's everybody watching and listening to this program, by the way. We thank you for that work and the dedication because we know we've got this. We know we can hold that field in the collective. And we've talked a lot about how we can write letters to the editor and seed it with positive words, seed it with hopeful, inspirational words, which is actually going to plant those seeds in the consciousness of the collective. And Lisa, I really think, I'm getting chills when I speak, I really feel that there's gonna be a point where in the collective, we will no longer tolerate misbehavior, poor behavior. We all know what that means, right? I mean, maybe I'm a Pollyanna, but I will be a Pollyanna because it's human decency. So I think that's our mission. And both sides of all arguments, all sides of all arguments really do have the same things in mind if we really drill down to what that is. So we just got to get there. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. Yes. Well, and it is, it's, we have come to really create a beautiful um, earth world, you know, to create abundance of all kinds. It truly is part of our birthright, right? Is to be able to be that creative energy, that creative um, uh, positive energy. And, you know, I completely agree when we can just be kind and we can be helpful, right? <laughs> where we can lend a hand, where we can, where we can be supportive, where we can be compassionate. And, you know, it's one of the things the record keepers have talked about for as probably as long as I've been working in the records is really forgiveness. And, and I've worked with so many clients around forgiveness. And of course, um, there's so many big things that we often have to forgive and people just say, I, I don't know how I could ever forgive that person for hurting me that way. Or, um, but when we can see each and every person, every body has a, a pure, beautiful soul. I mean, every soul truly is good, no matter how they act. <laughs> I really, really believe we are all part of source. We are all divine. We are all innately good. And we show up and we play out our, our story, right? We said, I'm going to be the bad guy this time. And, you know, you get to be the Pollyanna. And, um, and hopefully I can learn learn that lesson about compassion and hopefully you can learn that lesson about forgiveness right i mean and that's in those big pictures if we can just keep going back to that greater truth which is that we are infinite souls having a very short experience here on earth right now i mean nothing flash in the pan right um and be that love and, and no matter how awful the story, and that is certainly not easy, right? Because when we look at wars and we look at, you know, the just mass death or murder, I mean, it's horrific. And, and yet to keep expanding back into that higher consciousness and higher awareness that we are, yeah. we chose it, we created it, this world, this crazy matrix that we live in. And so now it's time to, 
to un unwrite and rewrite it, rewrite these stories in a different sort of way. All right, good. That's what we're going to do. We're going to do a group healing here in a moment. And I just want to say, I know my son, he's 20 now. He was born in 2001. And he's, um, he's, you know, all children. I mean, we've seen them coming in with the indigos. All humanity is upgrading. And the crystal babies that are here now. So if they're now, I mean, I, my, my neighbor has this beautiful precious little girl she's five now so in 20 years she'll be 25 these kids in 20 years will be stepping up with these new ideas in fact this pandemic has helped us I don't know who else has read letters to the editor in the newspapers from local school children they get this they get it it's almost as if they're older souls than we are and so I'm gonna cry right now because and I've got goosebumps all over because that's 15 years until they're into their adulthood. Right. Right. So and they may not wait that long, you know, right. You see these kids who are making huge differences in high school. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. There's, you know, I just read in the paper about this and I love looking, I love reading through the newspaper for the, the new earth stories. Mm -hmm. And I start to see beautiful innovation coming from kids mm. innovation they and they're very determined and passionate and they go for it and then guess what we're seeing corporations come and donate to their cause so those are the good signs and i think that's the rosy the rosy picture in all of this so um yeah. not to be let down despair but to be the um eternal optimist in all of this because yes. we've got it all right. Yeah. No, I think it's exciting. And, um, and, and that's what I keep hearing because these children, they're just so, so different, right? They don't, they didn't come to work through the old karmic patterns like most of us did. Um, they've come to make a real a change and make it a, a, a true earth ascension possible with inventions and ideas and just you know, not only thinking out of the box, I really believe that they're, they're galactic souls who are, um, who, who probably haven't been on earth very often. And so they don't hold a lot of the same old stories that we hold. So they can cut to the chase. They can remember who they are. They can step into their power at five or, they you know, their truth. Yes. Yes, yeah. yes. So it's very, very exciting. So when we start to look at that, it's like, oh, it doesn't seem so far away. Um, I mean, obviously, it's our job to do everything we can do and to hold that space and that vibration for them to be able to step in and step out with ease yes. and grace. But um, yeah, yeah, so you know, the, we're seeing changes in the school systems. Um, people are paying attention to school boards. They're just into it more. People are into it more. Um, and so when we approach it from a heart-based and get everyone into a heart-based approach, I think that's just such a common ground. So again, I love it. I think it's great. And we haven't even talked about the walk-ins, the galactic walk-ins who are coming in, right? These are the babies being born in from off plane off planet places of higher vibration but we also have you know walk-ins and we even have on the greater scene 
disclosure in media, the mainstream media, CNN, 60 Minutes, New York Times, they're talking about these UAPs, unidentified aerial phenomenon, otherwise known as UFOs. <laughs> so it's all really exciting, but just stay anchored in the love. So it is exciting. Thank you. Yes, yes. No, I agree. And and it really is easy, you know, to, to um, you know, get energetically. I think um, like what I've been noticing the last few weeks is just, you know, kind of it's a combination, the old dense, as it moves out, we kind of get, you know, feel that muckiness around us. Mm -hmm. um, and yet, and on top of it, then we have all these big, you know, kind of energetic galactic doorways and alignments. And, you know, here we've got um, the, the solstice coming up. So, I mean, all those pieces are so powerful. And, um, so taking good care of ourselves and to really, you know, uh, eat as clean and pure as we can and get lots of rest and spend a lot of time meditating so we can just keep moving all of that energy out and through and, you know, so that we're flowing and, and feeling the light, the accelerated light that's coming and as we're processing through all of the old just garbage that's been on the planet for, you know, whatever, 10,000 years, some long amount of time. I know it. Sometimes I'm like, really, we have to process this again. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But we were talking just before we got on. Um, because I was in in Bosnia, I went to the Bosnian pyramids. And they have, there's a, a few of these, um, they look like huge rocks. <laughs> I don't even know what to call them. Um, but they've um, have studied them. Dr. Samir has studied them and said, and they've been, I don't think they x-ray, maybe they do kind of an ultrasound. It, it's a clear top and bottom and there's crystals inside. So it would be like a bowl that has a top that's sealed all the way around and the, and the, 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 the place where they seal is very clearly there and with the crystals inside and the energy is, is very palpable. And they say these are 30,000 years old. So I'm excited to see what else they can um, the, um, find in there. <laughs> these are in Bosnia. So would you say those are Atlantean or Lemurian or off planet? You know, I get more off planet. So when I was there, I went back for two days. You can go pretty deep into the tunnels and they're nice little, they've made benches, little nooks with benches, little meditation areas. So you can go in and sit and meditate. And um, I meditated a few different times over those two days and a couple of different kinds of beings came to me. So one felt like a real earth being. It's not one that I was aware of um, from any other place. I'm here in California. I'm not that far from Mount Shasta and um, the Telosians, they weren't Telosians. They, they were, the Telosians are, you know, really more from um, ancient Atlantis. 
Um, these are way, way, way older beings that I believe are really part of kind of an earth system that we're not even aware of. Oh, so. did you get a message? Was there any message that you got? Um, you know, yes. The um, couple of messages, one, they were so really grateful that we were there. They were so grateful that, that, you know, kind of this place, this pyramid, this energy has been found and opened up again, and that people are coming and meditating in the energy and sharing the information. So um, their, their biggest message was really of joy and gratitude, which was, you know, of course, so, so beautiful. And just your awareness that they, of them, that was um, grateful for them as well. Yes, yes. Them. They right. saw you, you saw them. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and there was also another, um, another being, but I, but they're more galactic. They're not from the planet. They were much taller. Um, it's almost like these smaller beings, they almost just like kind of glow, <laughs> glow white. Um, this is going to sound really funny, but if you can remember um, Casper, the friendly ghost. Yes. <laughs> kind of, <laughs> kind of a little. Like, really? Wow. They seemed a little bit, a little more human, but kind of like that, kind of like little glowing kind of balls of, of light that were humanoid shape, but little kind of, I mean, that's just what, how oh, they just the came to me. Beings. I was like, oh yeah. Galactic. These are the galactic ones. That no, you, these are the earth ones. These are the earth ones, the little. Yeah. Orb. The galactic ones are, um, oh. they're taller and thinner. Um, yeah. You know, it's interesting because I mean, they just look a little different in, in my mind's eye. They are a little bit more cloaked. Um, they feel very much, um, and, and I'm not getting the world that they're from. It, it feels maybe even further away than I have a name for, you know, because it doesn't come through in a name. So, so that's kind of interesting. And then I also get just kind of a lot of excitement about, um, you know, some of these, this technology being rediscovered. This so. technology being rediscovered, you know, um, we were talking as well about other areas of the planet that have pyramids, that more pyramids will be found. Uh, and then I was wondering, you know, you, it's almost in your like I asked you a question, like, do you think that you had a part in that pyramid? Do you have a, a role to play with pyramids to caretake or something? And mm -hmm. then you told me more that expanded on this. And I definitely think that there's a role that you're playing um, in your part or transferring codes among the pyramids. Because you did last year in a pandemic, you went to three different pyramid locations, Bosnia, Chichen Itza, and Giza. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. What yeah. was the, um, what do you sense from that journey? Codes that you're communicating? Yes. So, you know, what I started to realize 
kind of, you know, of course, over years, I, I is, you know, we start to realize how really ancient we are. <laughs> and not in human years, but it's just really, really ancient. So, so it, it just felt like I just kept going further and further and further out, kind of galactically further back. And, um, you know, realized how many different lifetimes I've kind of played in this creator being realm. Um, I'm part of the, the old seraphim, the, you know, kind of ancient seraphim, um, angelic beings. And so what the record keepers say is that we all have kind of different types of coding and many of us have kind of keys to help with unlocking um, energetic aspects of the planet. And so um, that's one of the things I've noticed uh, doing more of and just it showing up really clearly. And um, I guess I'm just grateful for my ability, my willingness, I've always been willing, but actually my ability to then go do it. So, so when a trip to Egypt came up in September of 2020, and um, I could go, you know, I could afford to go, I could, I didn't have anybody to take care of that I couldn't leave, right? And, um, and so we went and we were, I went with a group of 20 and we were the only tour pretty much in Egypt from, I mean, we're the only tour bus in any of the um, sacred sites. We went to 18 sacred sites in Egypt, almost three weeks. And we were the only group of people. We were the first and really only really tourists back. I mean, there were people from Egypt that were, you know, occasionally at some of these sacred sites, but tour bus wise, we were seriously it. And, um, and the people were so happy to have, you know, us back and to have people coming back and to have some of the energy flowing again. And it was phenomenal. The main reason that I was so called to go at that time, because it was, hot. It turned out to be about 115 degrees while we were there. Wow. And, um, but the pyramids, all of these sacred sites had been empty for many, many months. Really, I was there in September. They had pretty much, I think, closed down in March. So the sacred sites had been able to be quiet and the energy had settled. And so there was a kind of a purity and a clarity when we were there. And what I would know and, and hear is that these sites have, of course, connections to different galactic realms. And so um, the beings from Orion are part of, of the Giza Plateau. The Syrians were part of also these um, pyramids in the great pyramid there's both a a, a kind of a, a what do you call it a, a a tunnel or a channel one that looks at Sirius and the other one which is the queen's chamber and the king's chamber is connected up to um, Orion and so I know these ancient beings and I know that one of the reasons the record keepers asked me to start an Akashic record school is because they said you're very galactic and we'll give you galactic access prayers. 
So there was a few other people who teach um, kind of one access prayer and they've given me six and they would like to give me two more if I'll stop long enough to download them. <laughs> but, but so they've always been saying to me, you're just very galactic. You're a galactic traveler. You've lived in all of these places and realms. And so you can help to bring keys back, move codes around, um, pick up new keys and move them other places. So energetically, we can be very busy um, doing things. And like I was saying earlier, um, I don't, when I'm there, it's always kind of fascinating that I don't have, you know, I have some mystical experiences. And when I was in Karnak and, and um, we went to see um, Sekhmet and the, you know, the lion goddess and she came alive. I saw her eyes kind of open and she spoke to me and, and gave me a message. Wow. And, um, and it was very, very beautiful. But, but I knew I was in Karnak to do some healing around a lot of the old Karnak wars and the galactic Karnak wars. And there's, there's um, different Karnak connections, um, also Karnak France, Galactic, um, the temples in Egypt. And so we just sometimes get to go and just show up and, you know, give them our, whatever it is, our codes, our keys, you know, and, 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 um, and be in service to humanity in that way. So, so I think it's, it's kind of been an interesting um, learning for me, because I sometimes think, I should know what I'm doing, or why I'm here, you know, and they're like, No, not really, you know, you just go and, you know, you let your codes go and it's all good. I'm like, okay, good. I can just get to go have fun and be a tourist. Terrific. That's perfect. Yay. Yes. You know, and, and um, the ego can just sit back for a little bit and just enjoy that and not worry about having to do anything because you're already doing it. And wow, what a story. It's as if um, the galactics guided you through this whole process and you said, yes, you did right. it. That's yeah, that 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 was probably one of the bigger challenges all the years ago when my children were very little and yeah, and they asked me yeah. to help them bring the Akashic wisdom back to humanity. And I'm like, I'm busy here. I got three babies, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, amazing. And and just you've really stepped into it now and, and we love that. And so here you are, you're helping humanity really clear and rewrite these and write, um, rewrite and, and unwrite. That's the word that you used. Yeah. So this has been a great um, conversation. Let's move into a group healing session right now. Sure. And I'm getting, um, maybe you've got a better sense of where we can go, but I have um, um, something from Nikki here. Nikki would like she brings up something, and I think it resonates with many of us. Can we do a process to release fear of stepping forward to realize our potential so that we may more fully embody the love that we are? Yes. yes. I think yeah, absolutely. Way. That would be fabulous. And um, 
there's something else that is, it's like, it feels like it tickles the back of my brain, you know, that feeling like you're like, oh, what is that? Um, and, and it'll come through. So what we'll do, and, and it feels like um, there's some kind of unwriting and clearing and deleting of, of some um, collective pattern that we all hold. And I think that's one of the really fascinating things that we find is we come together in these interesting ways. And sometimes somebody will show up in the last minute um, and someone who is going to be there can't make it. And it's just, you know, it's just perfect because of the soul contracts we have with each other and we've had in many other lifetimes. And so I know that this is a very powerful group of healers who I'm sure have been together in, you know, this or similar other configurations over time. Right. And so we can do some kind of work based on that. And I'm not exactly sure what's going to show up, but it feels like there's some old patterns and, um, Definitely, I get the um, unwriting um, and, and clearing, releasing the a lot of the lifetimes where we had to stay hidden. So those kind of collective um, contracts with each other to not be seen, to not step out. Whether I mean it was there's some really really ancient lives, and then to me the like the druids are a good example. More recently, of of you know having a collective contract to stay hidden, right, to not be seen, mm -hmm. and um, yes. so those also really help us to um, release that fear of stepping forward. Right. Because that's a lot of that gets based on those old group contracts where we've said, no, I can't step out there because if somebody knows, you know, that I'm a healer or part of the Druid, you know, or collective, whatever. Um, there's a couple of ancient ones that seem to go back to Persia and also kind of Middle East, even um, one of them looks like it's. Um, Israel, so more part of a Hebrew tradition. I, I don't, I'm not familiar with the, the names, honestly, but there's some pretty old ones from, you know, one, two, 3000 BC. They also want us to clear and, um, and we'll just see what else collectively is this, is this group of light workers who have shown up today, um, what we can do. Um, for ourselves. And then, of course, that's going to ripple out to those who aren't here um, or have kind of matching pictures, matching stories, matching, you know, conscious and unconscious beliefs. So. Perfect. That really, is, <laughs> that really resonates. Um, yes. The fear of stepping out and the fear of being seen. Beautiful. Thank you. Absolutely. So let's open the records. We'll just do this um, kind of group energetic opening. So if people can sit back and close their eyes, if you're, you know, in a nice, quiet, safe place, go ahead and do that. And if not, just, you know, you can just keep listening with the intention that you are going to clear and release anything that's appropriate for you in the appropriate time. And of course, because we're calling in our own personal Akashic record keepers, 
they'll work us work with us to do that for us. So just starting with a nice deep breath as we really get more grounded and fully centered into our sacred heart, opening our fourth chakra and our spiritual heart, our high heart, and really letting that blend and open to that sacred heart. And we ask the divine lords of unconditional love to help us center fully in this moment as we create this sacred space. Please wrap us in your love and protection and allow us to travel to the highest realms of the Akasha available to us today. Please help us we lay our multidimensional hearts open to divine love and release all resistance. Lords of the Akashic Record, please guide us to the highest truth we can access now. Support us in healing and releasing that which no longer serves on our true path. We give great thanks for your divine love and support on this journey today. So you may notice I feel sometimes that energy really very swirly around us. And it looks like a beautiful column of light all around the world. So there must be people in, in um, countries all over the world. And whether they're here in this moment or listening later, I can really feel that beautiful vibration. And we ask our personal Akashic record keepers to help us to clear. They want us to start with the most recent um, group contracts as uh, druids or whatever the kind of pagan religion group that we were part of in um, 1200, 1300, 1400, couple of lives, couple of times. So we just want to clear, release, and delete any and all of the group contracts where we said, I will not be seen. I will stay hidden to stay alive. I will not speak about the truth of the wisdom that I have because that might endanger myself or my group. So we want to let those all go. They're not valid in this life anymore. And so it's important to release those group contracts and anywhere that they're singular contracts. So some of you may have that with a, a, a partner or a best friend, sometimes even our business partners, our spiritual business partners, we've, we've had some of these old past life contracts with. And so I just really see us in those lifetimes kind of stepping out and stepping up into the light and being able to be seen and share the real wisdom and truth. And again, just a little like we were talking earlier, it's about, we all want to create a beautiful, happy life. We want friends and family and loved ones. 
And we can all create that for ourselves when we can live in that space of love and kindness and generosity and compassion. So just bringing all of that energy as light into those lives, those past lives, instead of cloaks and hiding. We pull off all those cloaks and we just are gonna go back through kind of time space continuum back into some of those other lifetimes that they mentioned earlier. Um, some groups in ancient Persia. There's actually uh, a mystery school that I see there that was very hidden. Um, And again, clearing any and all group contracts or singular contracts or vows where we vowed or contracted to stay hidden, to stay safe. So we can unwrite and delete and clear and release all of those group contracts, singular contracts and vows through all time, space, continuum, <clears throat> all places, planes and dimensions. And we ask our record keepers to help us to reclaim and integrate any soul splinters that we have lost along the way. So sometimes um, because of trauma, we kind of splinter off those, those lives, that, that wisdom, like we lose it, right? So the same um, way kind of this is the record keeper's version of soul retrieval, right? Because we splinter them off with pain and trauma, with fear, sometimes with death. And so as we heal and clear and release all that old energy and the vows and the contracts, we can reclaim those aspects of our soul that we have kind of lost and integrate them back into the wholeness of who we are as an infinite, beautiful, huge soul. Hmm. And so we ask our record keepers to help us to integrate the gifts, the talents, the wisdom, the memories of who we've been in all those lifetimes as spiritual leaders and teachers and healers. And we've been part of these beautiful ancient mystery schools and And we clear and release any old fear that has held us back from stepping more fully into our own highest potential. We ask our record keepers to fill us up with the truth of who we are as wise beings of love. Fill us up with love, with memory, with wisdom, with light, with compassion. 
and support us as we step out more fully into this world to share our gifts in this moment in time, in this time-space continuum. And we ask our record keepers to help to unweave, unwrite, clear, and release all of that through this time-space continuum as it ripples out to those that we know and love for the highest good of all concerned. I just ask for the grace of an ability to release any kind of level of judgment that has held us back, that has given us doubt about ourselves. Any place where we do not feel that we know enough or are good enough, wise enough, smart enough, because you are. We release all of the self-doubt that also holds us back or holds us in fear so that we can truly step into our own personal power to be the beautiful gift that you are here for humanity. Hmm. Beautiful, and we thank the masters, the beings of light for the healing and the wisdom that we've reclaimed and we thank the masters and so it is, as it be. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. I actually Good. felt something going on there. I, you know, when you mentioned swirling energy, I felt that within my physical being. That was amazing. I hope everyone's feeling that. Mm -hmm. That's the unraveling. That's the shedding, letting go. And personally, I felt very elevated. I truly hope everyone felt that. I mean, did you ever feel that? I mean, it feels buoyant. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it feels buoyant. Uplifting. And yes. we are clear. And yes. now we are all ready to step it up and shine. And we thank you, each and everyone, for watching and listening and receiving this. We do have this. Remember, we're here for love. This is a mission of love. Beautiful beings that came through to assist us with that, your guides and all of our higher guides as well. We could certainly feel them. Mm -hmm. And we're grateful to you, Lisa, for doing this. I just want to say it was spot on. Um, I think there's a recurring theme lately about fear of being seen. Yeah. And so we are in deep gratitude for this clearing. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you so much. It just, it really is a, a joy. I feel very blessed to be able to channel this Akashic energy and field to help us to um, 
unwrite and rewrite who we are, who we truly, truly have come to be so that we can all step into our you know, highest potential because we are phenomenal beings of light. And, and when we can you know, really stand in that love and that empowerment and, and share our gifts, it, it really will train, change the world, I believe, with, with ease. We're all for ease and grace. Yes. (laughs) And what a beautiful teacher you are. You are a guide as well for those who want to deepen this work and go even further than what we did today. There's a lot that that can be done on this. And you have a perfect home study course that is here to help people learn wisdom prayers and um, understanding their relationships aligning to their soul's plan. This is great by clearing our personal energy field. And it's really full of lots of great tools that release us from karma. We can even update soul contracts. I did have a question. How would you identify a soul contract with others? And then how do you update it? Um, This even goes into money blocks and how we can really accelerate and facilitate the flow of abundance, which we're all ready for right now. New earth is abundance. It's God-given birthright. So tell us about your course that you have. It's a home study course. Yes. Yeah. So really what, what the record keeper said to me all those years ago is they said, you know, this wisdom of your soul and who you've been, your whole soul's lineage throughout, you know, time, um, this is your birthright to be able to access this information. And so that's truly what they asked was teach people how to do this. We'll give you a simple five-step wisdom prayer system so that they can learn to do this with ease. And so that's exactly what they did. Again, like I said, they had, they had said, we'll give you galactic prayers that connect with different um, kind of galactic soul lineages. So it, more people maybe can relate to it. And so in this um, home study course, I teach you to access your own Akashic records using the five-step wisdom prayer system they gave me. There are three different galactic access prayers. We start out kind of testing each one out, seeing what makes it easiest for us um, to access our own personal Akashic records. I teach you to speak with your record keepers And we go through really this 12-hour process of going deeper and deeper. I teach you numerous uh, guided visualizations to create a rainbow shield, to call back your energy, to turn off your analytical mind, which is phenomenally useful and simple, (laughs) and just um, many different tools. And we talk about you know, who did we come to really be in relationship with? Do some of these soul contracts have karma attached, which means those challenges that we've come to learn about so that we can, again, move into consciousness and compassion and, you know, be that loving person, even if it's not a healthy relationship and we leave it, it's important for us to be able to feel, you know, that love and that compassion for ourselves. So we really work with our records to do all of these processes. And to me, once you can access your Akashic records, you've just kind of 
blown open these doors to the quantum field and to be able to go into that energy and start to get information by um, often witnessing just consciousness and awareness, we can let go of a lot of old energies and beliefs and conscious and unconscious um, thoughts and patterns, as well as our record keepers will help us to do many of these things. So literally through this 12 hour workshop, I just teach you, um, you know, process and tool after tool so that you can start to understand, to see the big picture of who you really are who you've been in other lives, all the things you've done and reclaim many of these gifts and talents and energies to support you in this life as you go forward, really creating the, the life that your soul desires. Yes. Well, it's beautiful. And I um, just wanted to say in that process that we did with you when we were reclaiming gifts and talents, there was something, there was something there and that was very vibrant for me and I know we were all feeling that so it's just accelerated by um, our group in today but this is really a beautiful program that allows people to go quantum to step outside of this incarnation and do some work with those Akashic records of our past to bring forward the new gifts and the talents in this lifetime to align with our soul purpose. Thank you, incredible work. Uh, this is available right here on this webpage. There's a special offer button that will take you to that beautiful course, 12 Hours with Lisa. And it's all um, available online and it can be accessed at any time, is that right? Mm -hmm. As yep. fast or as slow as people want. Yes, absolutely. And then, of course, there's um, downloadable bonus uh, guided visualizations that we can use as tools to help ourselves. And you can download them to your computer, to your phone, so that if you just decide, oh, I'm, I want to call back some energy, I'm feeling kind of tired, or I feel like there's a lot of other people in my space, maybe I'll do the rainbow shield and clear my field and, you know, um, bring in more my sovereign energy of my soul so that I am protected in my life, right? So we want to protect ourselves from the inside out by being that sovereign soul in your singular body. And so all these um, different tools and guided meditations are also um, available to download with, you know, nice little music in the background so you can use them. And, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a fan of short and sweet. Well, doesn't sound like it when I talk, but when I do guided meditations, they're usually like 10 minutes because I, I want people to be able to get things done, not have to meditate for an hour or two, right? But we can, we can call back our energy and, you know, create these, these, um, these healing spaces using these tools that, you know, only take 10 minutes. So just, I really wanted this um, program to be accessible and not too complicated. And there is also um, a downloadable 45 minute healing call that I did where I literally go in energetically and I clear our sixth sense gifts. So we help to help you to open your clairvoyance and clairaudience, claircognizance, clairsentience, because, you know, of course we just get a lot of other energy in our, our field. 
So kind of helping us to um, open and access all of those gifts that many of us would like to access more fully. So that's a, um, a downloadable healing call that you can listen to again and again. I often recommend that my students, you know, listen to a kind of once a week while they're working through the program. Yes, perfect, beautiful. It sounds intriguing, the rainbow shield. And you mentioned it <laughs> briefly. It helps us call back our energy. Do you want to expand on that a little bit? Well, there there actually is a meditation called, you know, kind of call back your energy. So that's a different one. Um, but the rainbow shield, we're really filling ourselves with our highest Akashic wisdom, light, our highest energy, our highest potential. And then we're really activating our naturally existing um, auric field. But the surprising thing is, is that for most of us, if we don't ever really put a focus on our aura, it can be very kind of wimpy and weak with lots of other people and energies in our space, right? We're very mergy. Most people have not been so conscious about boundaries in their life, right? Until you learn about boundaries. So this is a, a beautiful guided visualization to be that um, very solid soul embodied owning your your space and then we activate our rainbow shield which is the layers of our aura and we really create we activate that with an intention that no one gets to come into my space or my field without my permission and my consent and so in you know five or ten minutes we can really strengthen our energy field and it makes it um so much easier for us, especially when we're really empathic or clairsentient, when we're really sensitive and we feel everything, when we create this kind of solid boundary that with us, of us, of our highest energy, that's so beneficial to, um, to not have to feel everything else that everyone is experiencing in the world. All right, perfect. What a powerful tool many tools in your teachings and you teach us how to go in to our own knowledge and our own wisdom and that is really powerful because as we know this inner wisdom is our guide we know what we know within ourselves and that's powerful and we're returning to it returning to our multi-dimensionality and our awareness of it beautiful and it's so perfect because as you know, this is a tool for your life. It's not, you know, something that you do once and then um, you're done because every day I can open my records and ask the record keepers, you know, what's the highest and best next step for me? Is it in my highest interest to go to Egypt, to go to do these, you know, I I'm hearing you. Um, is there anything I should be aware of? you know, is this the highest and best group for me to go with, right? So we can check in soul alignment. You know, what's my highest soul alignment? Is this really on my path? And sometimes we get, you know, not right now, or there's a better option for you. There's a higher and better connection for you to make. And so um, this gives us not only the ability to go and understand your soul's plan, which includes all those soul contracts, all those gifts and talents, all this information about what you came to do with your life. 
We can reclaim all that past life gifts, heal the trauma, clear and release all of that old emotional pain that often is creating the fear that's holding us back or the blocks that are holding us back. So it's a, it's a lifelong process. And so it's a phenomenal empowerment tool um, to use for yourself every day or whenever you're called to use it. Yes. And it just seems like high powered, high powered tarot cards in a way, <laughs> but it's beyond tarot cards or Oracle cards. They're your Akashic records, a library of you. So powerful to work with it, to unwrite it, to rewrite it, to really step into what we came here to be and do here in this incarnation on this ascension journey. Yes. Well, Lisa, again, thank you. Again, that special offer for Lisa is available on the special offer button right here on this webpage. And we'll drop it in our chat line for our Zoom audience. And for those who would like to join our Zoom audience, you can do so at AcousticHealth.com. You can register right there for that. So Lisa, thank you so much for being here. As we say goodbye today, I just want to give you a moment for any other message or inspiration you want to share. Thank you. Um, you know, they're just giving me a very simple message. They're saying, you are the light. Never doubt it. Really? I want to thank so you. Yeah. yeah. You are thank the light. You. Never doubt it. Never doubt it. And I hope it. that the doubt that was removed today is done with. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's what the record keepers just want to reaffirm. Just feel that you are the light. Yay. <laughs> Go out and share it. It's beautiful. So thank you. Loren, thank you, uh, each and every one of you beautiful light workers who have spent this time with us and helped us to do this very beautiful, profound um, group clearing from lifetimes thousands of years ago. And so as we unravel that for ourselves, we're unraveling it for humanity. And so I appreciate each and every one of you doing that. Thank you for the unraveling and thank you for your light. And thank you for the application for the rest of the world. Lisa, thank you, thank you, thank you for this quantum conversation. Thanks. <laughs> Again, you can find Lisa's special offer at AcousticHealth.com and join our Zoom audience on our next show. Thank you, everyone. Namaste. Thank you for listening to this quantum conversation and thank you for dancing with us to the cosmic heart. As we raise our own vibration, we raise the vibration of the planet. This show is dedicated to you and all awakening hearts as we are here to shine our bright light and amplify our love. Access all quantum conversations, special offers from our guests, 
and online healing retreats by visiting AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and from my sacred heart to yours, I honor your magnificent love and light. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste. Namaste.